Joseph W. Stilwell, known for several decades of his military service as Vinegar Joe, was a lieutenant general commanding Third Corps in California when the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor. A gifted linguist, fluent in French and Spanish, he had served in China on different postings and in different capacities on and off since 1911. No senior American officer had Stilwell's wealth of experience in China, yet in the weeks after Pearl Harbor it appeared that he was destined for the European or North African theater of operations. He was called to Washington and had urgent discussions with Eisenhower about possible landings at Dakar or Casablanca. We know his thoughts and his acerbic comments about every aspect of the war because— During a career characterized by prolonged and acute frustration, he kept a diary, which he used to let off steam and ease his frustrations. The diary was never intended for publication, but fortunately for posterity, after his death in 1946, which occurred tragically soon after his retirement, it was published as the Stillwell Papers, which have been used extensively since. They have contributed substantially to the image of a tough, competent, irascible, colorful, and opinionated commander who reserved his fiercest criticism for Chiang Kai-shek and equally for the snooty upper-class English officers, the Limeys, with whom he came into contact. This image is unfortunate, for although his colorful comments are indisputable, he was an outstandingly able commander with an unrivaled knowledge of the whole China situation, and if he had not been sacrificed by Roosevelt in 1944 for political expediency, he could have saved the American administration from major and costly blunders in the years after 1945. Stilwell was born in 1883 into a wealthy and old-established American family. Bright and precocious, he was expelled from school for a prank, and this led him to joining the Army. From his entry to West Point in 1900, he was always a loner, rejecting the heavy-drinking group and becoming a fitness fanatic. He was commissioned into the infantry in 1904. Substantial changes in army administration were then taking place as a result of the blunders that happened during the Cuban campaign of 1898. Fighting still continued in the Philippines, and Stilwell volunteered to serve there as the only place he was likely to see action. He rapidly established a reputation as a highly professional officer who was fiercely concerned for the welfare of his men. He took part in several campaigns in jungle territory against rebel groups, and was commended for leadership and initiative. He studied Spanish seriously, and in 1906 he returned to West Point as a language instructor, and then spent summer leaves visiting the downtrodden areas of South America and Mexico. He always took an intense interest in the conditions of the people, and made notes about every aspect of their lives. He fiercely criticized the corrupt and uncaring regimes, usually backed by American big business, that kept the people in abject poverty, a view shared by Che Guevara some fifty years later. At this stage of his career, he was eager for overseas postings, and after marrying in 1910, he and his wife Winifred, Wynne, sailed for the Philippines in 1911. After a short stay there, while his wife returned home, he briefly visited Japan and then traveled on to China, 
the country that was destined to be the backdrop to the most dramatic part of his career. He arrived in Shanghai, the largest of the so-called treaty ports lying on the Yangtze River, which to his surprise had the appearance of a western city. From the start he studied and took notes on every aspect of this new and fascinating experience, and began the difficult task of learning the language. During the 19th century, when, after the Opium Wars, the European powers grabbed the treaty ports, China's isolation was slowly broken down and her weakness exposed to the predatory powers of the West.